0: Hey, beautiful people, and thank you for listening to the Bang 2-3 podcast. If you find this funny, entertaining, or insightful, feel free to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Or if you want to make my day, go show us some love on our Instagram page because I love each and every single one of you. Thank you for listening. I, I always told my wife uh, whenever I mess up real bad, I'm like, hey, you think I could sleep on the couch tonight? She's like, no, you're not getting <laughs> off easy. <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, you gotta sit there with that guilt wave coming off of
1: her body into my pores. Yeah, right. Exactly. Make you feel terrible. Yeah, quit, but you're still terrible. Quit moving. Quit snoring. Shut up. Roll over. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Or you know,
0: she has that guilt wave, and the next thing you know, you know, you know, you're not getting sex or anything. So there you go.
1: You get cut you off. Pull down.
0: Pull down your pants, and then. <laughs>
1: Then, next thing, in, not, then she'll make you go to the couch.
0: <laughs> and next thing you know, you, you pull out that lotion. Oh, man. <laughs> and she hears a, a sloshing noise. And she's like, What do you think? Okay. Okay. That's too far. I mean, listen. Hey, I, I mean, some people must do it. Oh. So uh, what? It, what do you mean, it, some people? Holy moly. So, uh, listen, it, if your wife makes you sleep next to her out of guilt, you don't even get the sofa, she doesn't give you sex or whatever. I mean, the most harmless thing you can do is beat your meat, in my opinion. I mean, listen, (laughs) we we got some doggone needs over here. I mean, what I'm supposed to do (laughs) now? That's probably going to piss her off some more. Uh, But
1: yeah, I'm going to say you may may actually not turn the tide in your favor, as it were. (laughs) This is why I'm a bad husband, and and you're probably much better husband. (laughs) I I don't know about that, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I would pull. uh, uh, What was the guy? he had the show called Louis. Oh, what's the comedian's name? I'm blanking on it. Uh, Talk about is it L- Louis C.K. or yeah, Louis C.K. You're not gonna pull Louis yeah, C.K. on her, are you? <laughs> I don't know. See, that,
0: that was the thing. I, I heard a comedian make a joke about that. Like, how does a, a Louis C.K. with his dick out and and semen all over his belly? How does that? Like intimidate you as a woman, you know. I'm, I'm, pre- <laughs> I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure if my wife seen me like that, she would just look at me in disgust and tell tell me go get a damn towel. Well, nasty. Maybe that's the point.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe not so much <laughs> intimidation, but you know, you know, just uh, nauseation or I don't know. Yeah. Just it's like, what the hell are you just doing? Like, oh, oh my gosh, god, yeah.
0: I'm mentally scarred from yeah. C-R-O, you're. C-R-O, I C-K. gotta see this. You, yeah, oh Louis C.K. God. Like, but you, and the, the weirdest thing is that guys, bathroom. like, <laughs> is I understand what Louis C.K. was thinking. That's the weirdest thing. All guys, like, we're that fucking creepy that we think, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Really? She wants to see this. Oh, you yeah. think so? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, listen, totally. Totally. I would totally put that to. I think I'm, unfortunately,
1: I'm not in that camp right there. I don't think that, that would be. I'm thinking that probably would. Uh, narrow the window pretty you know far with my my thought i wouldn't think of that first out of you know what i mean i think you know i think well maybe i need to buy something maybe take them out to dinner or something (laughs) whack off in front of them it's probably pretty far down
0: my list Uh, well and this is why you're a better husband than me. <laughs> oh, <but laughs> See, here, here's my thought process. It's like, oh, okay. She's pretty. Oh, she looked at me for four and a half seconds. Like, okay. I bet she wants to look I, at my dick. I think this oh, is yeah. what she's picturing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, it's like, oh, did she, did she look at my zipper? Does she? Mm, okay. Oh, well, yeah. Let me show her yeah. what's behind the zipper. Oh, oh, I pulled oh, it out. She didn't, yeah. she didn't say anything. Oh, it's kind of soft right now. Maybe, uh, maybe a little bit harder, and she'll be impressed. Oh, it's hard. She's still not impressed. Oh, I know how to impress her. I'll just beat my dick. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, this is this is going off.
1: I'm so sorry. This, is really, this has really gone down a trail here, hasn't it? Yeah, I'm sorry. You you have to go cook. So well, what makes Yeah, you I have show? to think about this now while I'm
0: cooking. <laughs> oh, what do we have? Yeah, what what. what? I'm so sorry. Don't tell you about
1: this.
0: Mm. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't good. Hey, darling, do you want extra eggplant tonight? Yeah. Is that a a lot of white sauce? Some cream? Yeah, extra white sauce. Okay, I'll get that (laughs) with the ranch. Uh, So what? (laughs) What? What made you start your show? The longest your show since 1999. You've been doing a weekly internet radio
1: show. Is this right? yeah that's that's what we put out there definitely yeah holy fuck yeah well well i got tired of masturbating <laughs> and, uh, you no, just rubbed no. it sore yeah i <laughs> like the doctor says you better find another hobby yeah, and, oh, uh, no. no so uh uh miles and i my co-host miles um we used to do a radio show in college, uh, back in the early nineties. And, um, uh, you know, I had a lot of fun and doing radio stuff, uh, during college. And so after college, a few years go by and I'm like, Hey, you know what we could do? We could do this. You know what we used to do, except put it on the internet. And, and he, um, he said, Oh, okay, whatever. He's not a very technologically savvy person. So, I said, well, "I'll I'll work it all up, and uh, and we'll, you know, jump into it." So he said, okay, and so basically, we just picked up from where we left off at college. We uh, didn't play any music because that was the height of Napster, and so we couldn't yep. play music, but we could tell stories and and be goofy, kind of like you and I are doing right now, and yeah. uh, tell inappropriate stories. And nope. uh, put them out there for folks. So that's how it all started. And, and basically, we've done that pretty much every week uh, since then. So only a few, few, a few bumps here and there, but not more than uh, uh, like a handful that I can think of. So so how'd you go from, okay, we did this radio
0: thing. It was cool. It was fun to, oh, we can put it on the internet. Because I don't think people realize in 1999, that is like a visionary thought, this is like maybe. <laughs> Thanks. This is this is like having the thought of like I don't know crypto or something twenty years ago. Like you were a visionary to do that. What made you think of ah yeah the internet is where this can go?
1: Well, because I, I was uh, doing some work uh, in the internet realm, I guess making web pages, terrible terrible web pages back then, and um, and, and stuff like that, and. Um, I also did uh, some audio and video stuff, and I said, Hey, I bet we could put this. Now, this is before MP3s, this is before any of that stuff, but uh, what was out there was uh, a thing called Real Audio, which no one probably remembers at this point, but there was a, 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 a software to play audio on the internet called Real Audio. And so I actually got a hold of a Real Audio server that I was able to use and so that's how we served up the audio because uh you know that was uh, something that not many people had this is you know something that was just really quite out of you know brand new stuff and so that's how we started and then and then uh, as time progressed we you know I actually moved to quicktime which I, if you have deal with the uh, formats and everything but we used quicktime for a while because I lost access to the real audio <laughs> stuff and uh and then MP3 came to be. And so then, you know, for most of the time, it's been MP3s. But, uh, you know, in the early, early days, there really wasn't. I mean, you could put a WAV file, but you might not even be able to put, um, you know, very much out there because it just was there wasn't the server space. There wasn't the bandwidth. There wasn't anything. It was really quite, uh, you know, something to even get a hold of all that stuff to do this. Uh, you, you know, it was not the norm as it is now. So, yeah. But uh, I don't know. I just thought it would be fun. I actually took it on as a, um, uh, as kind of a personal project. I'm like, I want to learn how to, you know, I didn't know how to mesh everything together. And so uh, I got it all set up and uh, it worked. And so then I'm like, oh, this is fun. So (laughs) we were normally, you know, we were, uh, we don't live anywhere near each other. um, And so we would always just to kind of keep, in touch with each other, you call, you know, on the phone. And this was at a time when you still had to pay long distance, which no one can remember that either. But, uh, and so I would, I was talking to him about once a week anyway. And I said, well, let's do this. We'll talk and then we'll, uh, you know, uh, and then we'll do a, a, a show and, uh, record it. And he's like, Oh, okay. So basically he just had to pick up the phone for, uh, most of the years, and I, we've moved in some other things now as far as technology goes. But it's all gotten a lot easier uh, for the most part uh, as you're doing here. So it's not quite as uh, arduous as it used to be. But um, it just was something fun to do. And not many people were doing it. And I thought, hey, you know, we enjoyed the process uh, just as much or more than than anything else. So that was part of Man, the deal. so. So not only did you have the visionary
0: idea of putting it on the internet, but it sounds like you did a podcast before anybody was even thinking about podcasting. Can you go like trademark this or something like that? Why are you not <laughs> no. freaking Joe Rogan <laughs> or Oprah or something like that? Dude, you were uh, podcasting
1: 23 years ago. It, well, because it wasn't, uh, it's not something that was tangible like that. So the interesting thing was that, um, when podcasting kind of came along, so this is another little interesting. If you if you're around long enough, you run into all kinds of people. So I just happened because I, I was kind of a, a, at various points over these years. I've been more active uh, beyond our show, and so early on, I was looking for anybody else doing this, which there wasn't a whole lot, and I still have old links uh, that are dead now on our website were of people who used to be doing things. And I've just let them, they're all broken, but I've just left them up there just to re- jog my memory more than anything about these things that used to be. And um, so uh, there were a few other people. Uh, I can tell you another person who started up uh, in about 2001, his name's Frank Nora. He's in New York and he's still doing stuff as well. Um, wow. But uh, interestingly enough, I started listening to Adam Curry do the daily source code uh, at the at the beginning, right? When he started doing daily source code, I happened upon it at some point because of some, you know, happenstance of search. And, uh, and so I did um, uh, have emails with Adam Curry before podcasting became podcasting. So he was working with Dave Weiner. Wow. And I'm like, this is so interesting. We've been doing this, you know, and. And everything in these, you know, this is all coming to fruition, you know. Now, Adam Curry is not going to remember me from nobody because it's just a couple emails back and forth. But um, it was interesting to be there. And then the hilarious part, and this is another one of these weird stories that that no one, uh, you know, uh, would think to remember at the time. But so he, Adam Curry made the, the 51st or top 50 podcast or 51st podcast. I can't remember what he called it. But it was, there was about 50 of them out there once he kind of let this thing loose. And we were one of the first 50. And then that oh. list, it was just basically a, like a web page of links. Uh, what year of, was of this around? With, uh, 2004. Maybe 2000, late 2003, early 2004. But the funny thing is that list became uh, iTunes podcasts. <laughs> so... <laughs> So, I, I, cause somebody told me who is a listener, uh, who's, wow. uh, he, he writes me up and he says, Hey Bob, do you realize you're on iTunes? I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? He's like, yeah, iTunes has got a podcast thing and you're on it. I go to look and in doing a little investigation, like, I didn't give him anything. I didn't tell him anything about anything. Nobody talked to me, uh, but I looked and basically everything that was on Curry's list was on iTunes. And that's where they got the, that's where they pulled it from at the very beginning. It was just hilarious. Um, there used to be a show and I've never talked to these folks, but there used to be a show called Keith and the girl uh, a long time ago. It was one of the very first kind of breakout uh, shows because it had a girl on it, which that's my downfall <laughs> is if I would have, you know, <laughs> done this show with a, a, a nice looking woman or something, we'd be much further along. But uh, uh, yeah, that's Keith and takes. the girl was kind of a hot show um uh, uh, at the time, and and they were on there, and a bunch of other things that I had, uh, um, you know, uh, been you know watching as they got as these things got added to this list, and I can't remember how big the list got before he just quit doing it, and now he's doing a thing called Podcast Index. I don't know if anybody uh, that's that's uh, Adam Curry, uh, you know, invention, the Podcast Index, so. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, and we were actually part of Mevio, which was, uh, his company for a while as well. It was a podcast uh, network, uh, in the early days. Um, that's probably more like 2007, 2008, something like that. And, um, yeah, we were, we were part of that for a little while and just kind of bounce around. It's weird going back through things, how, you know, I felt a little bit like, uh, um, you know, Boris Gump or something having <laughs> being in the background when these things are happening, you know, you're like, you remember like, oh yeah, I remember that. And, uh, here we are just tangentially related to all these weird happenstances in, in, uh, in internet history. Um, but, uh, those are a few of the highlights for you.
0: So internet history, this is a big one. I don't think a lot of people have the knowledge of the internet history like you do what was the internet like back then and kind of how has it changed from your perspective being a, an OG of the internet?
1: Oh, okay. Well, oddly, and this is this is my bias though, but uh, things were a lot harder to do. Yes. <laughs> and so then, you know, you'd be banging your head against the wall on all kinds of stuff and you, uh, uh, but that was part of the fun of it too, was because you were kind of doing things that, that other people weren't doing. Um, you know, and if you talked about it, you know, it was it was people didn't care, number one. So then you're kind of in your own little world, which is kind of nice in in retrospect. At the time it was a little bit frustrating, but you know, uh and I'd say overall it was everything was just kind of starting to happen. And so um there was kind of this newness to everything, and um, you know, it was it really was kind of the wild west of things. And there wasn't so much, uh, you know, oversight or, you know, NPR wasn't involved in anything and, and, and all the networks and everything weren't involved in anything. And so it it made it all seem, uh, very, you know, uh, underground and very, um, <clears throat> uh, you know, kind of weird and you'd meet all kinds of weird people and, and weird things <laughs> that would happen like, um. And I keep meaning to look this up, but there was a guy in New York um, and he was, it turned out he was kind of a weird dude, but he did actually a streaming uh, video thing early on before YouTube and everything. And uh, we were in, uh, I was talking to him about, but I just wanted to do audio. I didn't really want to do video that much. And, and uh, he was kind of interested and we talked to him a little bit via email and so forth he had a movie made about him called we live in public, which is, is, he was a weird dude that dressed up like a clown. I'm certainly glad I didn't go to New York to meet this guy, but, (laughs) uh, and and he got in a lot of trouble. He made a bunch of money and then got in a lot of trouble, uh, with people because, uh, uh, because of that, because he was, we joked about Louis CK. I think he was in that vein of a person who would dress up like a clown and be inappropriate to a bunch of people. So, uh, but you well, know, it's just kind of weird how you get into these. people. Yeah.
0: You can't just drive by the, the inappropriate <laughs> clown. I mean, we got to talk. I about gotta, this I guy. gotta
1: look. I gotta look up and see what uh, his name was. I can't remember because I mean, again, well, this was is just a glancing stick? thing. Oh, he well, was doing you... video on the internet before people were doing video on the internet, and he had shows, and he had like, uh, um, had people producing shows, um for the internet in new york city uh you know before anybody had anything going on okay here we go i i I looked it up on imdb because i cannot remember his name but he's 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 a a dot-com entrepreneur called josh harris and he was he's in this documentary called we live in public uh and he was a director and he did a lot of things he was in new york and then he he made this uh he founded Pseudo That's what I was trying to remember. Pseudo mm. was the name of the website. It may still be out there for all I know. First internet television network, and he created it in, in New York City with a hundred people lived. He also did this reality thing where a hundred people lived together on camera for thirty days, uh, and then it was all put out, you know, live online and so forth. And and stuff. Big happened, Brother, I think. Yeah, it was. It's basically Big Brother. So, Big brother. but I think they had uh, they had. Um, uh, he also did a thing where he lived a uh, 24 hour live stream for six months and wow. stuff like that. But it was like, there was, you know, cameras in the bathroom and all kinds of stuff like that. So I think people, uh, kind of bought into it and, and went into it and then kind of during it, um, It blew up a little bit because they didn't, you know, they realized this is probably not the best thing for me to be doing, (laughs) you know, (laughs) after they got into it. But yeah, we live in public and, and, uh, and I was, uh, yeah, I talked to them about, you know, doing stuff. But uh, like I said, they were doing mostly video and and I wasn't going to be moving to New York anytime soon. So uh, that's where everything was happening with that. But he was an interesting guy, I mean, to talk to. So did he, while he was doing all this stuff, this live
0: streaming, watching his life, he was dressed up as a clown the whole time? No,
1: no, that was a that was something else that was, I mean, he may have done it oh. during the live stream. I didn't watch all of it, but apparently that was part of his personality was he had this clown character he would become. And then, you know, it was kind of <laughs> weird and that kind of, you know, put people off a little bit. I don't think he did that during his... Uh, uh you know business life too much but whenever you're getting recorded 24 7 it's hard to keep the clown away i suppose
0: do you feel like the internet was more weird back in the day maybe 10 15 years ago
1: i think i think that there was a certain like i said underground feel to it avant-garde feel to it and it's it's much more mainstream now it's more like um if you if you if, if you do, you know, any kind of history into television and early television and so forth, it's kind of like the same progression or early radio, even any type of media. The early part of it is all, all kind of people scrambling to, to do whatever they can um, and and see what it see where it takes them. And then slowly uh, somebody comes in and it kind of establishes itself into something that's a little bit more corporate and organized And I think that's what happened with the internet and what's still happening. I mean, there's still, you know, don't get me wrong. There's still a lot of crazy stuff that goes on, but it's not, you know, it used to be if you were going to go look for something, you'd find the crazy stuff and not the normal corporate stuff. Now you can't find the crazy stuff as easy because the normal corporate stuff's all in the way. So, you know, it's, it's hard to, uh, it's harder to find it than it used to be. Like uh, there was, um, uh, and I was never involved with this at all, but I loved watching it. A thing uh, called Icebox.com, which was all Flash animation, and it was severely inappropriate uh, stuff. Not in the in the tone. It was more in the tone of Ren and Stimpy, kind of old Ren and Stimpy cartoons, as opposed to you know like pornography or something. But it was uh, you know like there was a web show called Hard Drinking Lincoln about President Lincoln. We were just alluding to President Lincoln earlier president Lincoln being a drunk and how he took care of things. And, you know, it was, there was a whole show about Elvis and Jack Nicholas, uh, the golfer who were a a pair of uh, uh, private eyes who solve crimes. I mean, it was just wacky. It's totally wacky. Um, One of my favorites was uh, queer duck. And it was about this duck cartoon that um, uh, he was gay, openly gay duck. And he would get into these weird situations, which is just kind of funny. Uh, because you wouldn't see that on uh you may see it now but you wouldn't have saw that back yeah. in in the uh you know mid 2000s or so um but uh, a lot of stuff like that so and those were popular things um little pimp it was this little white kid who was a pimp and he would <laughs> they would <laughs> have a little theme song and everything little pimp would go do this <laughs> little pimp would go do that and um it, it's just weird and funny and uh Uh, inappropriate that's you know not overly so but uh, enough to be uh you know funny and and not what you would show your mom or something but yeah
0: well i i guess especially on today's standards super inappropriate some of the stuff (laughs) yeah i'm sure there's remember um bum fights bum fights yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so the the premise of that was that they would go pay homeless people to do crazy shit. Right. Like fight. Mm -hmm. Or I I remember they paid a guy like a hundred bucks to get bumfights.com tattooed on his forehead. Mm -hmm. I was like, holy shit. As I don't know how old I was. I was, I was a teenager. I was like, this (laughs) is the
1: best shit I've ever seen in my (laughs) life. (laughs) Well, it was more like that. So you'd have all kinds of kooky stuff going on. And I mean, obviously you can always go down the rabbit hole with, with some of this, but um, yeah, I mean it, it, but that was, that was uh, first tier, you know what I mean? So first tier is not yeah. that anymore. Right. Uh, first tier is, uh, you know, rogue and, and, and uh, stuff like that, where that used to be first tier, literally you'd search something and that would come up. This would be all pre YouTube and everything else. And, um, you know, it'd be like, that's just the craziest, uh, things you could think of would be out there. Um, you know, not, like I said, not pornographic, but you know, it certainly not, um, uh, something you see on television. So. Yeah, kind of some inappropriate stuff. And now
0: we know why Louis C.K. got charges pressed on him because for, uh, <laughs> yeah. for beating his meat in front of this woman because he grew right. up with this. It's not his fault. It's not his fault. It's oh, it's not his fault. It's society. <laughs> Blame
1: society. Society. I mean, come, society. come on. Society. Oh, he was come watching on. the, you know, Masturbating Bear on Conan O'Brien, and he thought, oh, of course <laughs> it's okay.
0: Yes, I think as, we need to Blame give Conan. a break. Listen, I think if if there's a woman who wants to whip out her vag and start rubbing it in front of me, <laughs> I need to cut her a
1: break. <laughs> I need to cut her a Unfortunately, break. the standard doesn't hold on that. Uh, it's not <laughs> it really a double standard there.
0: But yeah, because I think most guys would be like, oh, wow. Wait, yeah, oh, exactly. What? I think everybody would be like, because, hmm. Oh. You'd you have to pull be, your pants uh, all the way down? you know...
1: Some, uh, oddly enough, the only person that would stop him would be some kind of pornographer. Hey, wait a minute. I get paid for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Hey, Hey, do you need some, you need some help over there? Yeah. I, I need, think maybe I let can me go to pay. Let me put a paywall in here somewhere.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 I think, I think most guys are like that. That's so weird though. This has, <laughs> It's 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 weird, but I I get it. Listen, if I seen Louis C.K. jerking off in the corner, I'd be creeped out too. Yeah. So I don't blame I don't blame anybody. I remember my first. I'm 32 years old, so my first kind of for for expedition because I cannot <laughs> talk today into the internet was MySpace. Ooh, oh yeah, bro. Yeah, MySpace. MySpace. It. I remember. I really didn't do much on the internet before. I think I would go like play games, but this thing called MySpace came around whenever I was in high school. I was like, oh boy, what is this? And I remember getting on and like I would search for like the pretty girls at school. (laughs) <laughs> like katherine williams you're it's stalking like, oh. your digital stalking back then. <laughs> oh hell yes hell yes it was well it was real life stalking too because every yeah, day at yeah. school oh it's katherine oh boy oh boy and i was like holy shit this is crazy and so i went down the line every single pretty girl at my school got a message from me about like hey you are so pretty listen I just want to be your friend. Maybe we should talk. You are just the hottest thing I've ever seen. And I'll out like 20 of these a day. Not even exaggerate. 20 a day. That's all I had to do. I was 13. <laughs> Listen, if there was a moist hole, I wanted to penetrate it. Okay? It didn't you're, matter
1: where it was from. Do you like and, from Louis C.K.?
0: <laughs> I was a young Louis C.K. I, <laughs> I was super creeper. I'm so glad things worked out for me. Well, actually... He's fifty times richer than me, so maybe.
1: Yeah, well, weird. yeah, that's uh, <laughs> luck of the draw. I, I think sometimes.
0: Yeah, maybe being creepy is a good thing. Um, maybe, I don't maybe. know, but it, so I would do this, and I was just like, "This is crazy!" And then, like, every one out of like two hundred would actually respond, and I actually. went and like went on like real life dates because of this it was incredible it was incredible till facebook came and crushed it and crushed all your hopes and dreams
1: you know that's good experience uh, for sales there for you you got one out of 20 that's pretty good hit rate i'd say you're you're building your building your portfolio
0: yeah all of them. All of them. And then it was strange too because whenever they would message back, it's like, I never talked to you in real life, but I know you messaged me on MySpace. And so I would be in like the cafeteria room and I would just stare at them I'm like, okay. I, no, no, we're friends. She's going yeah. to come here. <laughs> it's it's going to happen. She's going she's gonna to look at me because I'm looking at her I, and it would, it would never happen. It's
1: like they were ashamed of me. You're hell, a MySpace man? friend. You weren't a, you weren't a, a real <laughs> world friend. You're a MySpace friend. I only Second talk to you on season. MySpace while I'm, you know, because I'm because you're you- the only one talking to me on MySpace. So I just figure I won't turn you away. That's what she's thinking.
0: Oh yeah, and and then back back then too, it was it was cool because there was no filters, there was no like camera phones where you can make yourself look pretty when
1: you're really ugly, right? So <laughs> so man, that's a whole I mean, other got- layer of things. I, uh, uh, for, for work, I do zoom calls and, you know, zoom has an enhancement, uh, for your camera and that, that, uh, and I showed one of my coworkers, she's a little bit older and I said, yeah, you can enhance your, yourself in the zoom thing. And I showed her how to do it. She's like, oh my gosh, I'm never turning this off. (laughs) I'm like, really? I'm like your retirement age. Why do you care? (laughs) Not on Zoom. She's not. I, not, so not on. Familiar. Yeah, exactly. I'm smooth <laughs> on Zoom. I don't have all these wrinkles. That's the perfect word. Smooth. Yeah. So she's now she's going to yeah. get a Tinder.
0: And she's yeah. Gonna, she's going to get going
1: Fans only. Yeah. She'll be on fans.
0: Yeah. Fa- fans only. Guys only like, fans. Oh, what so is it? Pretty. Fans
1: only or only fans? I can't remember now. I think, I think it's only fans. I think, only fans. I'll have to ask Miles. He goes to all these sites that I don't yeah. go to. So. <laughs> he's, much, he's much more uh, an only fans kind of guy. So...
0: I wonder what is. I want to talk to someone who's subscribed to all these OnlyFans. Like, what do you get, man? You get to see the naked girl. Yeah. And you get like, I, I don't know, requests. I've I've heard that like these know. girls you could you could send them a picture of your man meat, your mm-hmm. hog, yeah. and they will like rate it. They'll say, oh, that's like a nine out of ten. Well, is that I'm, what you're paying for?
1: I'm assuming that. You, <laughs> I'm assuming depending on how much you pay, <laughs> for where your rating falls is assigned to dollar signs. Yeah. Do you you want to do the twenty dollars special? Which means you know you may not like what you hear, but you send me a hundred and you're going to feel good for a week. Yeah. Hey,
0: listen, you're only you're only paying me a ten, but if you pay if you go up to that twenty dollars tier, yeah, I exactly think that that, uh, that goes from like a eight to a strong nine That's, and a half. Right. You there. put
1: this filter on here anyway.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hold on. We just made a billion dollars. There you just, go. Oh my Long gosh!
1: Filter. Yeah.
0: Cut 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 the podcast. <laughs> cut it now. This is top secret. Listen, we just made the next nuclear bomb. We're gonna be billionaires. Shlong filter. There you, filter. you go. filter. So go. I don't know what we're gonna call it.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's at the beginning stages here. Yeah.
0: Oh man. This you is can, pretty, you yo. got
1: you could do uh you can do length, you can do girth, you yeah. can do yep, you yep, know yep, yep, yep. whatever. You yeah. got to pay a
0: little extra if you want the length and girth.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, that would be the idea. You know, do you want yeah. to be uncircumcised even though you're not? You can get that. Oh.
0: <laughs> do you want the foreskin edition?
1: Because that's right. You there you go. $299, yeah. $2.99 a month. Yeah. We'll get
0: that. Or and-
1: maybe the other way. I don't know. It depends. I don't know where you're at because <laughs> we got people all over the world, you know, in the America, obviously, that's kind of the norm. But maybe... You know, not so much in other parts of the world. So you got to have both sides of it. So yeah, mm. yeah. Oh, this, this is a good point. Do you
0: want ethnicity? Do you yeah, want? There you, you know, go. Do you want? Are you a white guy? You want a big black cock? There we you can go. Do that. There you we go. We can do that for three ninety nine a month, yeah.
1: and it's all built into the app. And so you just yeah. snap, snap a pic, move a few, uh, you know, on screen uh, adjustments, and voila, you are the person that you want to be.
0: There you go. You and you have more a
1: big old. You know, how, <laughs> how,
0: however much you want to be. So now what are we going to do? How are we going to tell our users what are they going to do when they actually get in bed with the woman? What's the advice here? Uh, just
1: always have your phone ready. And <laughs> <laughs> do you remember there was a point in time where everybody was uh, VR? Uh, you know, you're going to have your phone VR where they had all these little cardboard things to put your phone in to put on your head. You remember this? Yeah. That's oh, yeah. what you. That's what you do. You stick your, <laughs> you stick it on there, and then it 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 actually shows the camera. But whenever she looks down, it you know Damn. takes care of everything for you. So it's it's Damn. a a virtual envi- It's a uh, augmented environment that uh, enhances parts of your body. Sure. Yeah, that's a whole other add-on. That's a whole. That's a whole other app right there
0: oh that, that's a whole one the the VR edition that's an extra yeah. five bucks a month yeah, and we could least. do we could do a feature too where if she looks down mm-hmm. and she sees kind of the settings you've chosen maybe mm-hmm. you want the big black cock you think that's what sure. she likes but she says uh, I'm much more of like a Vietnamese kind <laughs> of like seven incher girl <laughs> she can kind of you, she can put her fingers up and kind of like yeah and there you go there it. you yep. go yeah like she could <laughs> T- uh, change the color, you know, right? Uh, yeah. Four skins a little. What do I want to see
1: exactly? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You can be both. You yeah. can do both. Then you can charge extra for that as well. So, yeah, it, this is the whole thing.
0: That- this is this is a billion dollar business. Unfortunately, and actually- the,
1: the next name that came into my head was cockomatic, but that doesn't. You oh, know, that sounds terrible. I, I, no, I, I think you should you should <laughs> kind of stick with that. We could
0: we could iterate on that for sure. Um coco vision. I didn't. So, as the guy, whenever you actually have sex with her and it's actually physical, mm-hmm. and she sees a big black schlong, but she. Feels a really small white one, <laughs> then what you what you do is you say, You are crazy, woman. What are you talking about? Yeah, oh, no. Listen, you don't believe your own eyes? Like, I don't know if I could be with you anymore. I think you may be crazy. <laughs> Look at this big old thing, this big black hog I got coming out of my pants. <laughs> you don't Wait, believe that's what's in you?
1: You're gonna pull a Cosby on her or something? Oh my gosh. Oh <laughs> what what did Cosby do? What did he get it, accused it, of? Because I
0: think he's free right now.
1: Uh, I think he's free because he's really old. But um, no, he he drugged he drugged women and then had sex oh, with them. So, um, I think it's pretty well. It's a pretty. I think that went through. So I don't think that's a false statement. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. quite a few as well. But yeah, you 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 know you see you know you do the Cosby <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> drugs sold separately. With yeah, you can Paco do that's automatic. a whole se- That's another separate uh, charge. This is we got a whole and, scale going on. There's like 15 different charges on this thing so far.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But but we'll be so rich. We'll we move said. to the Bahamas or some <laughs> some country without extradition. And I mean, listen, yeah. all the guys. What's crazy is that we would legitimately have a million customers, and not a single woman would care. <laughs> yeah, it's not, yeah. It's a cock-o-matic Photoshop for your cock. There you go. Photoshop for your cock. Yeah. All exactly. the guys would be like, hey, look, look, look at this piece I got. Look at that thing. Yeah, look how look big at that. that is. And everyone I, would be like, I was just eh! around the
1: corner and took this picture.
0: Yeah. And they're yeah, like, why?
1: Hey, look at the timestamp.
0: <laughs> yeah. This is real, baby. Look, look at what I got down here. Don't you <laughs> oh, want to touch gosh. it? Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, th- yeah, I think like Louis,
1: Louis C.K. might buy it. He might be an investor.
0: <laughs> I don't think he needs it because I think whenever you're rich, you, your dick automatically grows six inches. I think that's 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 how it works. <laughs> that's the
1: that's the Bob Crane uh the thing there. Yeah, Bob Crane. That, yeah. that's old old that's even older than me. So <laughs> Yeah, I've I've never I've never heard of that guy. Who is that guy? Oh, he was this old actor on Hogan's Heroes that uh used to uh he got he basically got murdered for screwing around with a bunch of women and their husband or something. So anyway. Yeah, so Weird stuff. <clears throat>
0: Here's something that I'll say a lot, but I don't know it's true. So I'm a, I'm a typical American. <laughs> I say, say stuff all the time. I have no idea. But it seems like back in the day, or it seems like it's depicted that back in the day, maybe 60s, 70s, men cheated
1: a lot more, like a lot, like it was normal. Oh, I think, think yeah, that's that, true. Uh, well, it's certainly portrayed that way in the media. I don't know that it it's... Uh, I don't know that it's true necessarily in, in factual things, but I think there was certainly a, a, a culture that was different. And in that culture, I think it happened um, maybe a, only a bit more, but it, I don't think it was wholesale that much different. It's just like whenever your uh, grandparents say, you know, when I was young, I didn't ever fool around <laughs> or go park in a car, or you know, or whatever, <clears throat> but they did. You know, so I think it's always been the same. But I think, you know, with um, Mad Men and all that kind of stuff that's been in television lately, that that it's it's been more, uh, you know, put out front. So people are like, oh, that was the way it was kind of probably. But you got to remember, everybody was older and everything, too. So um, the um, uh, there was old people back then saying, don't do that stuff. So. You know, yeah. it's all, it's all pretty much the same. I think I do think, um, you know, the sixties were much more, uh, progressive. And so maybe it was a little bit more, uh, likely perhaps mm-hmm. if, depending on what circles you uh, were in, you know, now I think to be honest, you know, from the uh, being, uh, cause I was a young kid in the seventies. So like a little kid, but I think, you know, if you look at television and stuff, we're much more prudish now than if you watch you know three's company or something that would be like late 70s early 80s um television show if you're watching any of those old shows it's like you know they they don't we have stuff on tv but it's not the same as as that was you know what i mean there's a lot of ogling and you know charlie's angels and all that kind of stuff back then so what do you mean by prudish so uh, people are um they'll they're not, um, as open about, so guys would look at women and be very like be very open about what they thought in front of them where now I think everybody is kind of closed down a little more. They would be like, they're not going to say people are good look because they're afraid of things now. Everything's, there's definitely a culture of fear on, on saying anything like that, um, in mixed company. So you're not going to be out and, in public saying oh you look real fine or something like that if you do you better kind of know who they are because otherwise it's going to be negative for you necessarily yeah. you know what i mean so and i think on television it's very much more prudish uh, you know there's not the same um uh, and i don't think it's necessarily good or bad it's just kind of funny that we came to a point uh, probably in the in probably in the 80s where <clears throat> you know if you you everybody talks about 80s movies, right? So if you watch the 80s movies, they're rated PG and they have nudity and they have people cussing and everything. Nowadays, you know, if if uh, there's never any kind of nudity in a PG movie, I mean, I think Caddyshack was even a PG movie when it came out, um, if you've ever watched that. And, um, you know, it's just not the same. It's not the same environment anymore and there's not kind of the same uh, morals or whatever between things. It's like, everybody's kind of locked up and don't want to talk about it so much. I mean, there are stuff like that that happens, but they push it to um, uh, a different level to where it's, you know, mostly, uh, you know, restricted in some way. So it's not quite the same. Yeah, yeah, I agree, man. I think it's so weird because
0: I'll be hanging out with guys and, you know, you know, pretty girl or not even a pretty girl or, something will happen i'm like you know we're all thinking the same thing here guys who's gonna say it but uh yeah but in the public
1: it's not it's not as uh i mean you you can't you you there's not as openness i guess i mean you don't have to be rude or crude or anything of course you could just be an honest person and say you know you look really nice or something but um it can it's all going to be taken in a different uh way back then it was like oh thank you you know and now it's like yeah you know you creep what are you <laughs> what are you staring at me for <laughs> <laughs> yes the louis so, ck
0: it all comes back to louis Kate. well
1: I'll, I'll tell you a sto- an old radio station story so miles and i uh, were at the student radio station and uh and i was part of this so i can't like Remove myself totally from it, but it certainly wasn't. I don't think it was my original idea. We would always do this. We had this shtick that with the 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 ladies in the in the radio station, we guessed their bra size. That was the shtick, right? And it'd be yeah. random people. I mean, we're not talking about people we were like super acquainted with. If they happen to be in the in the mix during one of these conversations. uh i may throw it out there say, what do you think her bra size is she's sitting there right and then miles right. will be like oh, i guess you know this and i'd say oh i think it's this and you know it was kind of ha 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 funny uh, weird kind of a situation i that could not happen today that would be a big no. no-no you know what i mean and it was kind of a no-no back then <laughs> um but uh we did it anyway because we were young and stupid and uh, but that was just kind of the environment and this would be, you know, in the, in the early nineties. Uh, and so it's like, you know, I, I don't know how we, we, they would, sometimes they would like that cause you would get, it's kind of like your, uh, uh, the app or whatever. Cause you guess higher than it was. And they'd be like, Oh, great. You know, of or you guess, of course, you know, if you guess lower then you'd get hit, you know, I don't know how many times I got pummeled because I would asked, even asked the question. So, um, it's one of those kind of weird deals, you know? Yeah, man, but you know, it's weird because
0: if if women were sitting around guessing my dick size, yeah. I wouldn't care. I wouldn't care at all. In fact, I did a podcast with a, a lady like two 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 podcasts ago, and I asked her to guess my dick size. I mean, it's not a big deal, <laughs> but I, I, uh, I, I understand from the woman's perspective, too. Uh, I'm not trying to be a creep, but it's, sure. uh, it's definitely different. Um, Bob, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people find out about you?
1: Um, probably the easiest thing to do is go to staticradio.com. Yes. Um, but if you look up Bob LeMan or Static Radio on uh, the uh, anywhere on the search engine, you'll find a bunch of weird stuff. And you can go listen to shows. I mean, if you uh, you know, if you're older, you can listen to old shows. We always talk about stuff that happened so have was happening at the time. A lot of times it's not necessarily all evergreen content, but, uh, we try to, you know, just tell funny stories and things that happen, uh, in our lives that are weird or funny. And, and, uh, each week that's what we do. And so, yeah, dot com. Take a listen. We'll do.
0: Uh, and all of that will be in the show notes. Bob, once again, thank you so much for coming on. You're hilarious and please do not stop. You are officially stamped as one of the first ever podcasters and- I hope you continue doing it for the next 20 years.
1: Thanks. I appreciate it. All right. See you. Bye.